Welcome back. Thank you very much, John Anik, the voice of the UFC, for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Brendan Tobin's in Miami. I'm Sean Levine in Kansas City. The fight, UFC 270, the first pay-per-view of the year, is going down in Anaheim. But right now, the first fight of the night. It's time for you going to fight me. I make a statement, and Brendan says if he's going to fight me or not. You're going to fight me if I tell you that tonight, when we see Nganu take on Gon in the octagon, whenever that goes off, midnight your time, one maybe 1 a.m. your time, midnight my time, who knows whatever that is, Hawaiian time, you're going to fight me if I told you that this will be the two biggest human beings that you've ever seen fight inside of an octagon? Uh, huh. Got to think about that one. There's a correct answer to this one, and I would say... I don't know. I haven't done the weight or the size. Do you think Brock versus Hunt was bigger than these two dudes? These some big ass dudes. Uh, no, because I guess these guys are both 6'4". I don't think Mark Hunt's that tall. I mean, I don't know what Mark Hunt weighed in on that day. But uh, no, I'm not going to fight you on that. Surprising uh, non non fight you on the on the early on the early goings of this, just because. Did you see? Did you see Ngannou's reach, Brendan? 83 yeah, inches now gone is 80 inches so however many feet that is that i think could really come into play it's a tonight. big factor when we were talking during the commercial break like and jake feel free to chime in on this because you're literally the only person that i've heard say that you think that not only could this go to the cards but when bruce reads it you think that it could be in ganu that ends up beating up gone you're literally the only person that i think has said that yeah well like look i'm not saying go out and bet that right away but I do, I do think that it is something you should keep. Like it is a possibility. It's not. It's a non-zero chance. With which, as you said, you you talk to some of the people who know a ton about the, the sport. Uh, will say that it's going to end in knockout. You know, this is heavyweights, and if it is going to the cards, it's definitely going to be zero. I don't know about that. I mean, we saw Francis pick apart Stipe Miocic, which, as I was telling BT, it's like shocking. Like I couldn't believe yep. that when that happened, and. Um, I think Cyril Gon's uh, gamey enough and has a high enough acumen to kind of stay in there with Francis. So maybe Francis can deal damage and not knock him out. I don't know. I'm just going to go what's on. The, what uh, is it worth it? What's what's the number you can get? It's right 14, now to one. Tra- 14, 14 to 1. 14 to 1? Yeah, you're me. 14 to 1? It's the same number as him winning in the first minute of round one. Like that's like, which by the way is a drunk bet. I mean, like that is that's like that, like to 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 have that kind of action for sixty seconds is just is uh, got to be so much fun. I'm not doing it, but uh, it, yeah. It, it, the other thing too is, you think about a guy like Francis winning a decision. Everybody always thinks, oh, you have to be so technical. You have to go win all the minutes. Like he really just had, you know him. Like if he drops you one and he is patient like he was against Stipe. You know, he really only worked for like a minute and a half in that round and then kind of just stayed back for for the rest of the for the rest of the first round. So it's just can he do that three times and never put away Cyril gone? I think the crazy thing is you're just thinking, nice, nah, if he gets him that good, he's probably gonna put away Cyril gone. But it's maybe not as tall a task as you make it out to be. Are you worried about either guy's gas tank? Um, I'm more, if I had to be more worried about somebody, I'd say Francis because of what we saw the first Stipe fight, but I, I I don't think I'm too worried about it. I think that he's grown a lot. I don't think it's, I don't think it's like as bad as people make it out to be, but, and and then with gone, you know, it's tough to know with gone because gone's never really been tested. And what I mean that like he hasn't faced a lot of adversity coming back. I think it's one thing to have a great gas tank when you're cruising in a fight. It's another thing when, as we saw against Figueiredo, when things start going wrong, how does that gas tank look? 
Tapped out here on the BetQL Network. The main event tonight, UFC 270, Ngannou versus Gon. You can get plus money on the Predator, plus 120, Francis Ngannou, minus 142 on Cyril Gon. You're going to fight me if I tell you that whoever wins this fight, John Jones deserves to fight that guy next. I'm not going to fight you on that, but I got to say something to John Jones. You blew it, dude, because I saw him this week say that. Oh, I don't want to be there. I don't want to flatter these big boys and ruin my training by going. Dude, you're making a huge mistake here. All right, we, we what do you hate money? You don't want to go out there and promote this fight and be there? What a stupid decision by John Jones. Oh, I don't want to be in the crowd. I don't want, like it's beneath him. Hey man, look. You ran out of guys at light heavyweight. We've been waiting on this heavyweight move forever. You have to do this unbelievable process to become a true heavyweight. You're already 6-4. Like there's no process, you know, stop cutting out the carbs. And now all of a sudden, I don't want to show up to the fight because I don't want to flatter. Dude, honestly, if you told me the next fight against John Jones versus X or Francis versus X, I think more people are putting their money to go watch Francis. He's in a lot of ways, I think is the hotter star right now than John is. Maybe not gone, but Francis is a big deal. And I thought that was a stupid decision by John. And then to make it seem like it's beneath him, man, that annoyed me. Well, the thing about John is he's been gone, and sorry for the play on words, but I think that that's why he would still sell more. When it comes to star power, when it comes to who's better, we can argue all night long. That's what we do, BT. But I think that when it comes to pay-per-view, I still – and I know John's never been the draw that you would think he is, considering most people think that he's the GOAT. But I think when he comes back, especially if it's against Nganu, I think more people are watching that. A, a few more people are watching that, like 51-49 because of John Jones opposed to Nganu. But, like, why is he too cool for school? Like, okay, you're a prize fighter. You all, all we hear about these guys saying, oh, I don't want to make as much money as, you know, I don't make this Tyson Fury money. I don't make this Deontay Wilder money. Okay, well, you got to do a little bit of legwork. Oh, it's going to be so hard. I got to travel to California, have VIP seats, and watch some fights, take some selfies with, uh, with my fellow UFC fighters. Get, you know, get everybody excited by seeing him in the crowd. Nate Diaz did it, uh, you know, like a genius when he saw Jorge Masvidal in the crowd. He called out Jorge Masvidal in the middle of the octagon, and they had a main event fight that was a non-title fight made out of that moment. But Nate gets it. How does Nate Diaz get it more than John Jones does? I mean, he's he's got the Dana privilege. You know the answer to that one. We don't have to spend too much time on it. When it comes to Stipe Miocic, you're going to fight me if I tell you that whenever he comes back, his next fight's going to be for the belt. Um, Yeah, I'm going to fight you on that. I feel it's like... It's crowded up there with all these big boys right now. It is it is crowded. I think for Stipe, I don't know, you know, is there a Francis trilogy? I don't know, man. I feel like if Francis isn't going to be fighting for the championship, he may be, you know, rats off a ship in the UFC. So I don't know. I think for Stipe, yeah, I feel like I could see a, a scenario where he's maybe fighting a Derek Lewis. Maybe he's fighting another contender, something like that, before he gets back in there for the title. But, you know, maybe they do it in Cleveland or do some big main event thing like that. I, I could see that instead of him just going and jumping right to the title. But look, if this John Jones thing does uh, blow up in their face, he's always, I think in my mind, is is, is an eligible contender for sure. You literally led me into my next question. That's why you're a professional. Brendan Tobin in Miami, Sean Levine in Kansas City on Tapped Out on the BetQL Network. You were talking about if Nganu loses, he might actually go. You're going to fight me if I tell you that it's more likely that he leaves than not? I think he's kind of over it. I'm not going to fight you on it, uh, and I can't believe I'm not fighting on so many of these statements today. This is so unlike me. Well, yeah, what but, happened? Uh, I don't know. You come up with some, you know what? I like the way. I like you thinking. I'm not going to fight you on it just because, yeah, dude, it just seems like he's over it. 
Like, it, you know, he genuinely feels a, a disrespect from the, the UFC. I think he has to make the boxing money. I think if he was being honest, if we had a lie detector hooked up to him, whatever those are called, a polygraph, he, it's mostly about the money because, look, he's richer than you and I will ever be. But when it comes to that boxing life-changing money, one fight against, like, if it really was Tyson Fury, that's going to make tenfold whatever he's going to make in his entire UFC career. I mean, does he think he's going to get thirty million like Deontay Wilder? Because he's not. I mean, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury was a, was was a, a, a fight I was very excited about, but they lost a lot of money on that. They did it personally. But the 10. promoters lost money on that. He might get ten million. He might not get thirty, but ten million is still pretty okay. good compared to what he's ten making million, tonight. Ten million is very good. I don't deny that. But wouldn't you, if you're if you're Francis Ngannou, you're still not an old man. Like you're going to go in there against Tyson Fury, you're going to get dusted, and that's it. That's the money you're making. Like. I don't I, like the gimmick's going to be over at that point. It's it's kind of short sighted in my mind. Then, hey, I I've worked this hard. I've gotten to this point. I'm gonna have a monster fight against John Jones. Going to do a gazillion buys. I'll make a lot of money on that one. Maybe I don't make ten million. But then, what does the rematch do? And then, what does that fight do? Like, I do think that there's a domino effect where it's more prudent for him to stay in the UFC than it is just having a one off in boxing. I'm pretty sure you're going to fight me on this one. But since we got the flyweights going at it tonight, Moreno Figueredo three. Henry Cejudo, when he comes back, at whatever weight class he wants, he's triple C. He should fight for the belt right away. You going to fight me? Yeah, I, th- I was into him fighting for the featherweight championship. Like triple C has two belts, and he's defended both belts. Something that's been a rare thing for you know multi uh, multi division champions like him and Amanda Nunes. So I don't understand why Dana was so against it. It's just like it, you know he kind of picks and chooses. I don't know what he will come back to now that it seems like this is got you know this is uh, this is off the table. The featherweight thing. What do you think is intri- more intriguing to him? Do you think it's taking on the winner of Jan versus Sterling if he were to come back? Or this beef that he has with Moreno? It's probably hard because he's been away. You want to cut all the way down to 125, but he's got the storyline here. Like this, this seems like it has some juice to it. You see The Rock partnering up with the UFC official earlier today. Pretty cool. You know, a couple of years ago, handed out the BMF belt. Now he's doing something. There's some charity involved. It's cool. The Rock's cool. But you're going to fight me if I told you that in his prime, The Rock was better than Stone Cold in his prime. Uh, oh, man. I don't want to go against my guy because he's from the U, you know, like he's Miami. But Stone Cold is the GOAT. Like in his prime. Nobody got crazy. Like, he got people to do middle fingers is cool. Drinking the beer. That's a better gimmick than The Rock. Even the smell which The Rock is cooking. And I, I I geek out for The Rock every time that he comes back to Miami. And he says, comes back home. Like, that, that I geek out for that every time. But I think Stone Cold is more important to the business. I would say I would say Stone Cold. And, and obviously, he still cares about wrestling very much. I think that he gets points for that as well. No way Miami's still home. He's the biggest, like, he's one of the probably top four biggest guys on planet Earth when it comes to Hollywood success over the last couple of years. He'll decades. still do it, though. Is he, but is he, is he, is he, is he, is he still around Miami for real? No, he's, he's in LA. He used to be. He used to live in Davie, which is like a little suburb, uh, like 30 minutes north of Miami. But I think he's, no, I think he's in LA full time now. Brendan, you're going to fight me if I told you that today, Conor McGregor, even though we've got UFC 270 and Ganu versus Gone a couple hours away today you're gonna fight me if i say that conor mcgregor is still the face of the ufc no i'm not gonna fight you on that uh i think that you know if everybody's waiting on his comeback you know there's talk this week nate diaz and dustin poirier dusting up on uh on twitter and you know maybe they're gonna fight but then people are saying well you know dana's saying we have all these fights booked till may and maybe connor's gonna be back by june maybe they want to go connor versus nate diaz which is a much bigger fight than nate versus dustin poirier uh every fight that he does is going to be an absolute monster 
you know, you see the proper 12 commercials all over the place. I still think that when people think UFC, they still think of, of, uh, of Conor McGregor, but I do think that Francis has a chance to be that guy. I do think that if he were to continue to knock people out in the way that he does, I do think this guy could be a superstar. That's it for round one of Tapped Out here on the BetQL Network. Don't go anywhere on the other side. We'll get you the method to the madness to tonight's fights, not just who's going to win, but how and when. You're locked in to the BetQL Network.